Welcome back. Started off the day with a little rain, but the sun's coming out. It's a beautiful day one here at Rocket Mortgage Classic at the historic Detroit Golf Club. And it's a, it, there's another added layer today. It's a special day here. Not only because it's the first round, but also um, because the, the, the folks at this tournament, whether it's Jason Langwell, Casey Herbis, Mark Hollis, Laura Graneman, um, the, the, the leaders at the top do a wonderful job of, of managing this umbrella. And today, and as we know, is Bowtie Day here. Uh, and it is uh, in honor of Nick Gilbert, who we lost just on May 6th, far too young, to an absolutely insidious disease known as neurofibromatosis. It, it causes tumors to form in the brain, in the spinal cord, in the nerves, um, and it took a, a good young man from us far too early. Absolutely. What a um, great thing they're doing out here today. It is a great thing. And, and so if you're coming out today, if you're out uh, walking around this beautiful course, you've probably seen a couple of things. One, you were probably given at the door this silver and red bow tie. And I've, I've seen people walking around wearing them in mass, which is tremendous. Um, but they're also... Uh, there, there's a whole host of things that, that people are able to take advantage of um, with money being donated to NF Forward. They're an organization helping to fund research and, it, and, and find a cure to neurofibromatosis. Uh, it's a genetic disorder, and, and obviously the Gilbert Family Foundation has been so involved, um, and, and everybody at Rocket, really, has done a, uh, their due diligence to try to find a... Um, at least provide funding to researchers and scientists to help find a, a cure to this. So there is different ways for you to, to recognize today. Obviously, all the caddies of all the professional players, instead of having the players' names on their bibs, on the back of their uh, bibs, uh, they've got Nick Gilbert's name and the bow tie. Uh, there are uh, concessions that you can buy that feature the bow tie that go towards um, the, the uh, research into this disease. Uh, it's a wonderful, I think, just tip of the cap to Nick and, and his life uh, and the Gilberts uh, who, who love their children so much and, and put so much into into Nick. The other thing, Chris, is holes number 9 and 18 oh, yeah, have a right. special pin, pin flag that shows only the Rocket Mortgage Classic bow tie. Yeah, it's awesome. That's kind of cool, too. It is very cool. And you could also buy a special bow tie cookie out here yeah, today. It's great. you got to go get some of those cookies. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah, maybe, a little treat. Maybe at a break. A little afternoon We'll send treat. Ray over there. We'll be fine. Um, all right. We, we got a lot to do today. And and uh, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled uh, in a landmark decision to reject affirmative action, saying that the use of race as a factor in college admissions violates the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. I don't want to get too into this. We're going to have Marie Osborne coming up in just a couple of minutes. But it is a landmark decision. Uh, and there was a couple of lawsuits that, that, that spurred this decision on by the high court. Uh, they were filed against the University of North Carolina and Harvard. We will get to that momentarily. Uh, we also talked a little bit yesterday about the U.S. Coast Guard and their investigations and searchers uh, that were out at the wreck of the Titanic about 1,600 feet away, as a matter of fact, um, that were pulling out pieces of the Ocean Gate Titan. There were so many questions on if there would be bodies recovered. We don't. We, I don't know what happens to a human body under that type of of pressure right. at the bottom of the ocean, twelve, 
thousand feet, twelve thousand five hundred feet below the surface, um, and and it looks as though, according to reports, that there were human remains on board. Now they are presumed to be of the five members of the Titan that went down to the wreckage of the Titanic. Can't confirm that yet because we don't know. So that those bodies, that wreckage has been now pulled up. Uh, it has been dropped off in Newfoundland in Canada uh, for further research. And now medical professionals are going to get involved um, and, and do an autopsy and find out who these these bodies are. Yeah, isn't that interesting, though, that they could... Well, we, we just didn't know if we were going to find bodies. Right. And when, they're, when, when reporters were asking questions when they initially made the announcement that these debris fields that they located 1,600 feet off the bow of the Titanic um, were was that of the, the Ocean Gate Titan... Um, there were questions. Okay, well, if the if the wreckage is there, are the bodies around somewhere too? Um, and they wouldn't confirm or deny. They w- they really didn't say much about it because we didn't know. I don't I don't know what what that body would look like under that kind of pressure. Right, and I imagine scientists will be very interested Correct. in this discovery. Correct. So uh, that is underway as well um, in an effort to at least start the the beginning of the fact-finding in terms of what happened uh, down at the bottom of the ocean. Here, real quick, before we get to Marie Osborne, Ford Motor Company donating a highly customized Ford Bronco. Did you see this story? I have not seen this. To help with wildfire crews in New Mexico. All right. Perfect. So we're thinking, well, great, as we're sitting here in this foggy haze uh, at Detroit Golf Club, I wonder what else we could be using this Ford Bronco for north in Canada. Uh, This thing has a whole host of high-tech features. It's got state-of-the-art communications. It's got uh, radio-based cellular equipment. Uh, It's got a drone that live streams what the drone is seeing up in the air to the screens that are in the Bronco. Awesome. Uh, It's got a a computer on board to help with emergency operations. Uh, It's got a special roof rack with light bars. Uh, There are special software providing first responders with with, uh, aerial reconnaissance and detection capabilities. This thing is about as close to a military vehicle as you could possibly get. Uh, And it's going out west. It's going to go look at California wildfires wildfires in, in Oregon, in New Mexico. So hopefully they... Make another donation north of the border. Absolutely. That'd be helpful. They need a little help. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, All right. Let's dive in a little more to this story with the Supreme Court and this decision made today uh, involving affirmative action. Years of debate this has been. uh, We have talked about this. And the Supreme Court today rejected affirmative action in college admissions decisions. WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne has more on the implications of this ruling. Good afternoon, Marie. Hi, Chris. And we should start by saying nine states, including Michigan, Washington, and California, already banned the consideration of race in higher education. This was a six to three decision written by the Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts. The court held that the policies violated the Equal Protection Clause in the 14th Amendment. Roberts wrote in the opinion, in the opinion, the entire point of the Equal Protection Clause is that treating someone differently because of their skin color is not like treating them differently because they're from 
from the city or from a suburb or because they play the violin poorly or well. This was adopted after the Civil War. The amendment was intended to protect the rights of former slaves who were subjected to discriminatory state laws, particularly in, a, in the South. Now, there was a scathing dissent joined by the court's uh, liberals, Justice Soda, uh, Sonia Sotomayor said the decision rolled back decades of precedents and momentous progress. And President Biden also spoke about this this afternoon. We need a higher education system that works for everyone, from, App from Appalachia to Atlanta and to far beyond. We can and must do better, and we will. And, Chris, it's important to note, when California banned race as a factor, black and Hispanic enrollment dropped by 40% in some colleges. And it should be noted that even in places where race is a factor in admission, black and Hispanic enrollment is lower than state averages. In Georgia, 30% of the seniors, 36% of the seniors are black, but enrollment at UGA is 6% of the freshman class. And Michigan has a similar double-digit gap. Well, it's unbelievable. I mean, the, the, in terms of, and, and you mentioned it, Michigan back in 2006 uh, was one of the now nine states that uh, banned race-conscious admissions. And, and what we saw, for example, out of the University of Michigan, uh, the, the share of black students of the student population fell from 4% uh, in 2021 uh, from tw 7% in 2006. California, very similar numbers. They did it 10 years before. But, but Marie, this is, this is something that has been ongoing literally for years. Th this conversation amongst uh, the academic community and even the business community that, that should you have, should you prioritize a more diverse student population or should you prioritize true academics and that has been a contentious topic for for years it it absolutely has been a contentious topic it's interesting uh, associate justice sandra day o'connor back in 2003 wrote that we can expect that 25 years from now the use of racial preferences will no longer be necessary to further the interests that they approved today she said well, mm. here we are almost 25 years later, right? And we're still grappling with this problem. I just, in my view, I don't think that they have found the key to unlock um, the true way to integrate our uh, higher education system so they truly represent our communities. Uh, Marie Osborne, thank you very much. Certainly a groundbreaking ruling from the Supreme Court uh, today. All right, we got to take a break. Live from Detroit Golf Club for the Rocket Mortgage Classic, day one of this four-day tournament. We'll take a break, give you a little update on what's happening in this tournament next here on JR Afternoon.